0: Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there.
1: From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show where being busy is overdone romancing is fun and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some i'm tony de lorenzo your co-host along with my beautiful wife elisa from coast to coast and around the world thank you for joining us it's time to talk sex love and commitment give us a call at 858-876-5663 that's 858-876-5663 In today's show, we are talking about absolutes in your marriage, the idea that your marriage is all good or all bad.
0: Because we hear this from a lot of folks, you know, when something goes wrong, it's a very, very negative uh, feeling towards a marriage. And when things are going right, it's this huge high. And so we're going to talk about the absolutes, but I want to share with you this quote from Confucius, a Chinese philosopher, and he says, it is easy to hate and it is difficult to love. This is how the whole scheme of things works. All good things are difficult to achieve and bad things are very easy to get. And it really ties in with what we're going to be talking about today. And for those of you that are first time listeners to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, we are so excited to have you as part of the one family. And for those of you that have been with us forever and ever, we're thrilled that you're joining us again today, too. We'd like to start off our shows with a hug from our audience, and this hug is actually coming from a listener that listens to us on Stitcher Radio. Yeah. Stitcher Radio is an app that you can you know add to your phone, and literally at the click of a button, you can access the One Extraordinary Marriage show. And so big shout out to all of our Stitcher fans. We were just looking on there the other day. We're on over a thousand playlists Mm -hmm. on Stitcher. You guys are sharing us with your friends. You're commenting on the shows. And so this, this hug comes from IJ, I Jace and I Jace says amazing show every Tuesday while sitting at my desk at work. I look forward to listening to the show. If you're looking for the number one marriage podcast, look no further.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, and to all you Stitcher folks out there, major props to you guys. Thank you so much for for joining us through that medium. It's, it's a wonderful place. Um, To be able to listen to, I think it's the last 10 shows are always showing up on Stitcher radio. And for those of you who don't know what Stitcher is, you can go to stitcher.com or go to your Google Play or you can go into iTunes. You can just download the app and it's right there. You don't have to download from iTunes. So for some of you, that may just be an easier way to um, be able to listen to the
0: show. That's, that's how I share it with folks when I'm out and about mm-hmm. um, because if they can put the app on their phone, they can listen to One Extraordinary Marriage, no extra steps. Yep. We got some fun things coming up and the one that's coming up the soonest is our Midwest tour and we want to make sure that those of you that are in Chicago, St. Louis, Columbus and Indianapolis are marking your calendars for that July 10th through July Eighteenth. Sorry, I just had to look at the calendar because we're coming to you. Mm-hmm. We we don't make it out to the Midwest that often, but we're going to be there. And so, if you want to get all the details about when we're going to be in your area, all of that, you need to make sure that you go to.
1: Well, we're going to have that available oh, see, in early. I, I'm June. I'm so
0: excited! I'm like now, Tony. What have you created?
1: <laughs> it's going to be in early June. Just a, just a heads up, though. We'll be in the Columbus area and be doing a meetup there on July. 3rd. 13th or 14th. We'll be in Indianapolis July 16th at Three Wise Men and then we will be doing our St. Louis meetup on July 18th. So we will have all the information in early June um, just because we want you to RSVP so we know how much food to be able to provide and just to know what size room we're going to need as well. So it's going to be awesome. Keep it Put it down on your calendar for right now. This is sort of one of those save, your, save the dates. Save the date.
0: Save the date. Tony and, and then, Lisa are coming.
1: Yep. And then in early June, once we start planning it all out and knowing all the details, we'll have a place where you can go RSVP and join us in July.
0: It's going to be a great 10 days there in the Midwest. We are super excited. And Tony, I'm very excited about today's show. This idea that things in your marriage are either all good or all bad. And how quickly our perception can take them from being all good to being all bad.
1: Right. And a lot of this comes from the, our marriage just can't be. Like we can't just be in the present, just hanging out and just chilling is what I like to think of it as. It's just a place of, it's not complacency. It's just a place of joy. You're there. You're having a good time. It's not that, you know, um, fireworks are going off every minute. And it's not that everything is in the dumps every minute. It's this place where...
0: It's almost it, a feeling of contentment.
1: Yeah. It, it. You know, you're just, you're good. It, it doesn't need to always be the two extremes.
0: Mm-hmm. And I want to start off with this email that we received from uh, a wife who's been a long-time listener. And as I share Mm -hmm. her email with you, I want want you to hear just how things changed in her perception through her story. She said, about a month ago, I got complacent. I was tired of cold weather, feeling worn out. I was selfishly not in the mood to be so engaged in my marriage. My husband was not really putting in as much effort at, at nurturing our marriage either. Effort being engaged in devotionals, podcasts, Bible time, prayer time, intimacy lifestyle, you name it. I don't think I really thought much about how I was feeling or why. I just noticed day by day, I was caring less about listening to marriage inspiration, guidance, etc., and soon not listening to the podcast at all. Well, I will tell you, it only took a month for me to recognize some very profound insights. Over this last month, I was getting more and more frustrated because we were having fights almost daily. Anger, bitter, mean arguments. Once, I even grabbed a suitcase and filled it. And while I was packing it, I knew I was only doing it to hurt him. Hmm. I had no intention of going anywhere. So I stopped as I realized how horrifically mean I was being. I dumped my clothes back on my bed and put the suitcase away. The next day we worked through it and resolved things, but I still felt so frustrated by my own actions. How could I be so selfish and mean? Why God are we struggling so much right now? The answer came in a gentle voice to say, Tammy, Tammy, You're not looking to me, and you're also not engaging in your marriage. You've allowed the enemy to blind you, forgetting all you've learned, forgetting all I'm teaching you on how to be the wife he deserves. So the next day when I left on my walk to work, I decided to start listening to your podcast again. (laughs) I missed you. We missed you too.
1: Mm -hmm. You just didn't
0: know it because you weren't listening. I got myself caught up on the month or so I'd missed in one seven-mile walk. I then started listening to the old ones that I'd already listened to. The amazing part is as I listened to the old ones, I started realizing how much I had been putting into practice. But now I'd forgotten all of it in a month or two because I wasn't practicing any of it. My old habits came right back to me. A good portion of the issues we began having again was because I was falling into the same patterns of selfishness, graceless love, unforgiveness, etc. I was not caring if I missed my intimacy lifestyle night and wasn't really caring that our date nights were dwindling, that we typically had our state of the marriage date night once a week and it became... I'm good. You're good. Okay. Let's watch a movie now. The good news is I came back to the Bible, back to the cross and back to daily fighting the enemy, equipping myself through your podcast to strengthen myself as a wife. And you know what? It didn't take months or years to be drawn back into the arms of love and forgiveness and grace. I just had to be willing to run back home. It was all a good reminder that I can't do it by myself. I need God, and I need to daily focus on my marriage. We had a real state of the marriage date the other day, and it was hours of talking about the above issues. No secrets, masks off. And then she closes with this little hug. She says, see what happens without you? Just thought you might like to know you're instrumentally being used by God. The little demons that said, how much can listening to a podcast really be affecting your marriage? Was the enemy recognizing he needed to derail us from what an incredible difference you're making in our marriage. Mm. I'm so grateful we caught this after only a month.
1: Mm. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for coming back and listening. Um, it's just, it's it fills my heart with joy to know that what we share has impacted you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: has impacted You, the person who is listening right now. That is, the goal we have is that you keep your marriage as a priority each and every day. It's what we've said for a long time. From the top down, it's God, your marriage, your kids' work, and other activities. And by keeping it there, keeping your marriage at the top, it's amazing what can happen and how you can weather... The ups and downs that happen in your marriage, from day to day, month to month, year to year.
0: Because let's face it, okay, life is a roller coaster, right? There are gonna be there are gonna be some really high highs. You know, the day you get married, the day your children are born, um, the day you land that crazy account that you've been working for all this time, you can have those really high highs, and there are gonna be lows. Mm -hmm. there are going to be those lows that literally pull your feet out from underneath you. And you're like, how did I end up on my butt? Mm -hmm. I I will tell you when our son, Andrew was born and I was sitting in a hospital bed going, okay, you know, this is not cool. God, I am not thrilled with the fact that all these other women on this maternity floor get to take their baby home. And I don't, my feet were knocked from underneath me. That was a serious low Mm. in our marriage. And you're going to have those. Some of you have already had those. Some of you are in those lows right now. Some of you are in the highs right now. And you're like, we're on top of the world. You know, that scene in, uh, in Titanic when, you know, they're standing at the, the front of the ship and they've got their arms back, you know, on top of the world, whatever that is. That's where some of you are feeling right now. And when we see our life in just terms of the highs or the lows, guess what, guys? There's a whole lot of gray in between. And no, I am not talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay? Right. So I, I just want to make very clear, I'm not talking about Fifty Shades. I'm talking about the grays that go into all of the nuances of our lives.
1: Right. And I think all too often nowadays, and, and I was making mention to this to Elisa the other day, and and when we get onto social media, it's very interesting nowadays where all you ever see are the good stuff. You know, you do. Take it... Take it from that perspective. When you look at social media, know that, and I've had to do this in my own life too, just know that everybody is posting pretty much all the best that is happening to them. You do not see a video of a mom or a dad yelling at their kid. You don't see a husband and a wife taking video of themselves while they're arguing in the middle of the night. You don't see a picture of a husband or a wife who's sitting or sleeping on the couch doing a selfie. You don't see those moments. You know? And so I think our our minds have been altered to think that everybody except us is doing wonderful and awesome. And the truth is, there's a lot of people out there that are hurting. And they are not showing you all the 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 low stuff so it makes you feel like man my marriage isn't great cuz i'm not having all those good times like they are i'm not i'm not traveling and going on vacation and oh i'm not getting a date night tonight and oh i'm not hanging out at the movies and oh i'm not just you know going for a hike with my spouse or oh i'm not doing this or oh i'm not doing that but really you you're spending time with your spouse you're being present with them you've put aside your phone you're going on a date night that is just no, it's it's not fireworks, but it's you guys together. You guys are just hanging out. You're laying on the couch together, watching a show, maybe listening to some music together on Pandora, dancing. Not that you got to show it, but the thing is, is that all too often, now that I see it more and more, is that everybody's like, my marriage is so great, my marriage is junk. My marriage is great, my marriage is junk, and instead of just going, you know what? Man, it's good. It's good. There are many, many times when Elisa and I are just rolling along. We're doing our normal day-to-day stuff. It's not that my heart is pitter-pattering, going crazy when I'm doing laundry. You know? But we're just doing stuff. We're serving each other. Do I get frustrated sometimes when I'm looking through the house and her piles are all over the place like I did yesterday? Yes. Yes. Oh yes.
0: Everybody that's been a part of this audience for probably more than two episodes knows that my piles frustrate my husband.
1: <laughs> you know, when and when you see more and more of them, oh boy. But you know what? I, I just look at it and I go, Okay, take a step back, take a deep breath, have a conversation, move forward.
0: And it's one of those things I was as Tony was talking about what we post on social media, we being the collective, not just Tony and I. It reminds me of the movie The Princess Bride, which was also written on a book, based on a book. And as the grandfather is talking to his son, the narrator, he says, you know, they're asking about, the the boy's asking about the book, and he said, you know, they talk about the fact that it's the good parts version. Mm -hmm. And I thought about that as Tony was describing what we see in social media. We see the good parts version. The only time we don't is when somebody changes their status on Facebook and changes, you know, like their marital status to... It's complicated. Mm-hmm. Please, it's complicated. Okay. Marriage is complicated on a daily basis. Guys, it is. You don't need to change your status for that to be the case in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Our marriage is complicated. There are times when we're juggling, you know, recording and getting stuff done with one extraordinary marriage and, you know, our kids and family obligations and things like that. It's complicated. Do I change my status out there so the whole world can chime in on my, my, my marriage? No, because you know what? It's between the two of you. And the two of you have got to learn and got to figure out how it works for you that you ride out that roller coaster so your highs are not so crazy high that the only way that you can come down is to crash. And your lows are not so low that you like, look up and can't figure out how to claw out of that pit. Right. Okay, day-to-day, day-to-day, it's the stuff that we do to just make life happen. You know, it's the uh, case in point. I was at a speaking engagement yesterday. I come home, I was gone all day. You know, I left at eight something, Uh came home at five, full day gone. I come home, Tony has washed and folded all of the laundry. Did I ask him to? No. Was it anything crazy? No, but you know what? I definitely appreciated it. It was one thing I wasn't going to have to do either that night or the next day. Uh. You know, did it did it make my heart sing and you know cause all these crazy butterflies? No, it was just a wow, honey. You know, like I could feel my shoulders just drop because he had taken that off of me. It, it's when Tony sends me a text message in the middle of the day that just says "Love you," thinking of you. Does it send me soaring up into the atmosphere because I'm on such a crazy high? No, it doesn't. What it does is it it provides me with a layer of security that isn't earth shattering, but it is so stable because our marriages, guys, our marriages are not all good or all bad. They're not, and when, when things don't go your way and you start throwing a temper tantrum because you're not getting your way and you think that, well, it must be bad.
1: Well, l- the listener who wrote in, you yeah. know, in a month got to the point where she's pulling out her luggage, her suitcase, and packing it. Right in front of him. In front of him.
0: With only the intention, and I hope you guys heard that, her only intention there was to hurt him. It was not to actually leave. It was a punishment. Mm-hmm. Guys, we're not in marriage to punish one another when things don't go well. Okay, get that through your heads. Punishment toward your spouse is bogus. It, it is.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's
0: what starts you on this perpetual cycle, this spiral downward. When you start viewing your spouse as someone that you can punish, You got a problem. You got a big one. Because when we stand up before God and witnesses and say, you know, for better or for worse, it's in the vows, guys, the worse is coming. So is the better, but you're going to get both. Okay. You're going to get the good and you're going to get the bad. You don't get the good parts version of marriage. I shared with these women yesterday, this event, I said it's only in Hollywood, you guys have heard me say it before here on the show, it's only in Hollywood when you've got a cast and crew of 100, making sure the scene's going to turn out properly, that you get the fairy tale ending.
1: Right. And don't forget, a lot of this comes down to our emotional intimacy, mm-hmm. right? It, it's, it's that communication and the ability to be able to speak and talk to each other. So that way we're not writing just these highs and these lows all the time, but we're able to just communicate our feelings, our emotions to one another on a daily basis. We're able to strip ourselves of these masks that we wear, that we hide behind, that we don't allow ourselves to be really seen by our spouse and thus causes the extreme high and the extreme low. Mm-hmm. So, Really look at your communication and how are you connecting there? You guys know that we have a program called He Zigs, She Zags. Get your communication on the same path. We did a workshop on that just recently. So we repackaged this whole thing. It's almost two hours long. There's 75 minutes of content. There's 45 minutes of Q&A. There's a lot in there that will allow you guys to get on the same path. You get to learn the couple communication method. If you want to learn more about it, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash he zigs, she zags. Our emotional intimacy is vital to getting off this roller coaster that our marriage is all good or all bad.
0: Mm-hmm. Because when you two stop communicating effectively, I mean, you you heard as we read that email that their state of the marriage conversation had become a... I'm good, you're good, let's move on.
1: Let's move on, let's go watch a movie. Why, why do we need to talk about it?
0: Guys, that's not a state of our marriage conversation ever. Yeah. Ever.
1: That's not considered a state of our marriage conversation because you haven't had a conversation.
0: You haven't had a conversation. You, you've pacified each other and you haven't talked about what's really going on. So you've got to take off, like Tony said, you've got to take off those masks. You've got to remember that this is the person that you chose to be most vulnerable with on the planet. Okay. Is it easy? No. Remember that whole thing where I said a few minutes ago that it's complicated? It is. It is. It is. There are going to be times when your feelings are hurt, but you know what? You talk through it. You talk through it and you find your way back to one another. You f- keep trying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Marriage is not all about the day that you stand up in front of everyone in the pretty dress and the tuxedo with the great tasting cake and the band and the one obnoxious wedding guest and say, I do. That is not your marriage. That's your wedding day. Okay. The marriage is the 50 years that comes after when you on a day to day basis, sometimes hourly, sometimes minute by minute, are making the decision to love this person and stay engaged in this marriage. Okay, guys? Roller coasters, you gotta go up and down. You gotta ride the ride.
1: Yeah, and for me, it's just looking at where can we just start, right? Because the big thing is is that there's separation. So where can we start? Where can we get back together? And it may be just a simple, hey, an agreement between the two of you that when we're around each other, we're going to hold our hand or we're going to hold hands. We're going to do something that is a little, that is disruptive to what we've been doing Mm -hmm. so that we can get back together. And for you guys, it may be different than Elisa and I or some other listeners. That is going to be really special to you. You got to be able to talk about that, though, and go, what is it that we can do that can cause a disruption right now that allows us to get back on the same path, looking at each other, speaking to each other, physically touching each other? And it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be monumental. It doesn't. It may be just as simple as, you know, we're going to hug each other every day. Once a day, twice a day. We're going to make it a point to go to bed together and read a devotional together. We are going to get up in the morning and, you know, go for a walk, do an at-home workout together, something that allows you guys to connect so you're not constantly living in this high, low, high, low, high, low.
0: And what Tony just said there is so important. You have to find your connection. Mm-hmm. It's not enough that you share the last name or you've got that piece of paper that says you're married. Connection is how you even out those highs and lows.
1: For Elisa and I, here, here's here's something for us. Going to bed naked. Mm-hmm. Going to bed naked. That that When we started doing this and we still sort of go back and forth on it, when we're doing that, it is a disruption to who we are in our marriage. It truly is. I mean, we're coming up on 18 years of marriage, and it's only been in the brief past that we have really have done this. Coming to bed naked. Regularly. Regularly. Yeah. yeah. But it's a disruption. It, it's, it's forcing us to try something, to do something that is so out of what we've done before that allows us to connect physically, doesn't mean that we have sex, doesn't mean that we're making love every time we're naked. It's just forcing us to do something that we normally wouldn't do and take us out of our comfort zone so that we, even at night, even while we're sleeping, even though we're unconscious, and and honestly, after I fall asleep, I do not know what's happening, but that we're doing it, Mm -hmm. that we're doing that.
0: And it doesn't matter what your choice of connection is. I'm glad Tony brought that up because I was speaking to a woman yesterday and she talks about how she comes to bed, you know, like basically full body armor (laughs) because she and her husband are having problems. And so there's this whole like, let me cover virtually every part of me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it keeps his distance. And I challenged her. I said, you should come to bed naked. And she's like, I want to have sex. I said, not if you do it every night. It'll be one of the maybe the first couple, sure. But after a while, he's just going to be thrilled that you're willing to open up and be vulnerable. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of these highs and lows come from, guys. It comes from the fact that in some aspect of our marriage, in some aspect of how the two of you relate to each other, you've closed yourself off. Right. And and when you start closing off parts of who you are to your spouse, that's when you're going to see those spikes in your relationship. Because when you let them in just a teeny bit, you're going to have a spike up. It's going to be a high. And when you close them off, it's going to be a low. Uh You have to choose to be vulnerable. They can't make you be vulnerable. Nobody can force you to bear your heart and soul to them. You want to stop riding the roller coaster? You're going to have to take off the masks. You're going to have to get real. You're going to have to make the decision that today, this minute, I'm going to invest in my relationship with my husband or my wife.
1: Yeah. And by doing this, you you get that place, you get in that place in between it's all good and it's all bad. And that's where you want to be hanging out most of the time, right? That's where sort of the magic happens in our marriage mm-hmm. is in that place in between the the it's all good and it's all bad. Because that's where we do take off those masks. And that's where we are real. And that's where we get to engage each other and we try new things. And our emotions aren't so flooded with enjoyment and excitement or flooded with despair and distress. We're in that that magical zone where we're just rolling and a lot of good things are happening. Mm -hmm. And it's not that we got to share it to the world. It's not that every single, you know, thing that we're doing is amazing, but between the two of you, you feel that connection. You know that you're moving forward. You know that the love for each, for you and for your spouse, is deep and it's strong and those roots are really just digging in deep. That's why you don't want to have a marriage that's all good or one that's all bad. You don't want an all good and or all bad marriage. You want to be in that, that zone in between. So folks, hopefully this week we've given you something to really think about. Something that really, that will make you go, you know what? Yeah, I have been living my marriage sort of in this, it's always good or it's always bad zone. It doesn't have to be. Live in the magic. Live in between those where you guys connect emotionally, physically, spiritually. Check out that area and realize that that area is a lot of goodness in there. And you may not be seeing it. You know, your friends are still posting it up on Facebook and all that and you may not be feeling it inside, but that's the place you want to be. So live your marriage. Live your marriage. Not all good, not all bad, but just live it. Be in the present and enjoy it. Folks, we love you guys. We love you guys. Have a wonderful and fantastic week.